genuinely didn't realize that I was gonna be on camera, but like, it's okay. You're natural. You're <laughs> I just rocked up for the beach. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, hopefully. I'm going to go to the UK and study travel. Yes. (laughs) 
Cool. So I guess now bringing it closer, bringing it in, anxiety and homesickness is, Mm -hmm. I guess, a big part of any traveling, especially for a long period of time. Yeah. People who might have gone on exchange or like any sort of thing where they're away from their home and family for a long period of time are likely to face it. Yeah. But what at what points did you feel like you most faced either one, either or? Yeah. Um, I guess we'll start with that. Okay, um, so for me it was like, so I've been here for three months, as, um, as we know, and like my first whole month I would say, don't know why it was a month, but a third of my trip for that I was like 100% homesick, and overwhelmed, felt very anxious, out of place, like had my guard up in every kind of situation, meeting new people, or being in a new place, I was just very wary, and yeah. just wasn't settled, and I never thought that would go away, but somehow again like I don't really understand what happened or what changed but when I got to Cairns so I was in Cairns and something just happened I don't know why but I was just like I had this kind of realization that you know I'm in this incredible place I've never been here this is like a huge opportunity for me to see these places and do these incredible things and I was like you know you've just got to like live it embrace it breathe it and that was when I just kind of accepted the fact that home was always going to be there as a lot of people were telling me online um which was like so nice to get advice from like my audience yeah and i was like you know home is always going to be there you know it's family friends they'll be there when i come back so i just have to be here for like a very short period in the grand scheme of things and just like enjoy it and yeah so that was my experience overall mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a it was hard yeah to be homesick and and what were your kind of ways of dealing with it like if you were i don't know out on a beach yeah um and you just felt like this wave of uh, either anxiety or homesickness yeah so for me it was more so definitely homesickness Homesickness, um but i did feel anxious like in new places and with new people sort of thing but how i dealt with it oh i think i just try and phone home a lot like I've and I mean sometimes that's really good because you're they're just like one FaceTime call away. Yeah. And it's just like technology is incredible for us in our generation. Um, but on the other hand, sometimes that does remind me of what I've left behind and I'm like, Oh, I wish I was there, I wish I could literally just be there actually talking to you instead of through a screen. Um, but I do think overall it helped me to mm-hmm. FaceTime home. Um and also, like, I try and distract myself. So, whether that be to go on a run or, like, go out and explore a new place on my own. Like, sometimes I do just like to be on my own to just reflect on things and not be with any new people. Sometimes that just, I don't know, it consumes me and I don't feel too settled. Um, so, yeah, distractions for me are a big thing. So, like, I just have to be doing something. I can't just be, like, say, in my room on the, my own sort of thing, just, like, worrying about nothing and yeah to be honest with you like there, there when you're solo traveling like you just realize there is nothing you have no worries no like nothing to no places to be no like constraints or anything you have to really worry about and you just have to like embrace that mm-hmm. and be like you know this is like incredible what you're doing so and did that feel weird like when i think about it because i feel like so much of our lives especially because yeah. university podcasts a lot about our yeah. audiences uni students so yeah. we all at least have like 
uni. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people working, hobbies, etc. So that stuff like ties them down to like a schedule. Yeah, deadlines. Yeah, deadlines. Yeah. So no, yeah. even if you're having fun, you're tied mm-hmm. down to something, right? Yeah. So you did that, and I feel like because you were at uni for yeah. three years, was it? Yeah. Yeah, three, three years. years. So that's a long time, and yeah, and it's that, a contrast. Yeah, it's a big contrast. Was that yeah, a big, yeah. Like, I I didn't find that, but I mean, I try and like pull what I've learned from university and what I did at university in my life in general and like my traveling life so say for example like I planned my days ahead like I'd make sure I mm. like saw what was saw what I could visit in a place whether that be Melbourne for example and I'd be like okay I'll do that in the morning or do something else in the afternoon so I do like to still plan and yeah. maybe that also helps like have distractions have your plan I mean I've learned to be more flexible in my plans um which is good it's quite liberating actually um but yeah it's a, it is still a contrast when you like know you have deadlines if you don't have hand that essay in for example exactly. university like you might get a punishment <laughs> or whatever comes with that but yeah I mean it's it's a big change but I do still implement I implement a lot of what I did as a student wow so, that's really interesting yeah yeah I think I think that's just something I'll live with my whole life just the way I am personally mm. um but it does help me I think when I have complete like freedom and no plans I find I think that is overwhelming itself especially in like new places like say Sydney for example like there is so much to do and like (laughs) if I did not have a plan I'd just probably end up just sitting in my hostel room being like well (laughs) what do I do yeah 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 there's always so much you don't know what to do yeah exactly yeah Yeah, it's just taking the small baby steps yeah yeah that's really interesting. Like this is a segue, but um, I do, I felt like Sydney had nothing to do just because I've been what? here for so long. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. When I, I went to uh, when I visited London, I felt like there was oh my gosh. I yeah, like no, actually, I feel the same. I do so relate to that. There, I could just spend weeks yeah. and weeks and weeks, and I still haven't yeah. seen things. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> me, yeah, when I'm home, to you, I'm like, yeah. what is there to do yeah. in the UK? Exactly. And <laughs> when I I um. Because my university is near, like, the city area. Yeah. So when I see those, like, big bus... Um, the tour buses? I'm like, yeah, the tour buses, yeah. the big bus, like, hop-on, hop-off buses. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what are people doing here? There's <laughs> nothing to see. There is so much to see. But you probably feel the same way, right? Yeah, no, I do. I actually, yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm, like, out the window, like, videotaping this, like, yeah. every building. Yeah, that, that is literally <laughs> me on, like, I was yeah. on the bus on the way here. Like, because I saw, like, this really cool view, and I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. Everyone on the bus was looking at me like... <laughs> Wow, this girl is such a Taurus. <laughs> but you have to embrace it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the other thing I want to talk about yeah. is just overall planning. Okay. Um, and again, we'll start broad and zone. Yeah. So, firstly, what inspired you, motivated you to come out here and to come out here yeah. solo? Oh, um, what inspired me to come to Australia? Um, I have been asked this question and I don't know the answer I really don't I don't know why it's always my sister and I have always talked about traveling together um but for reasons like she's found a job that she really enjoys I've gone solo um but we always talk about Australia as this this place that we always want to visit together it was like a top travel destination and we'd always be like oh maybe one day we'd live there sort of thing so we've always talked about it seen pictures of it heard about it seen videos about it and it's always just looked really cool like the beaches the hot weather 
she always just been really appealing and when I kind of realized that I was not going to be able to travel with my sister that was when I kind of just was like okay well I'll have to do it on my own so that was when I kind of made that choice mm-hmm. um and yeah and then because we'd always talk to Australia I was like you know what let's just go to the furthest place I can possibly get myself from the UK and just like try it and see how it goes um a lot of I did have people tell me that that was like too far to go on my own yeah. solo like why did you pick someone so far away from home um but I think and they were especially they were saying that in particular because I was so homesick but it was like regardless of where I am in the world yeah, like yeah. I'm still away from home so I would have still had the same feeling so to me I was like the distance at this point doesn't matter um yeah that's so yeah, I don't know why I chose Australia really to be honest with you, but it's it's a cool place. It seemed cool, and it is cool. <laughs> and the, and the solo, yeah. Um, deciding to go solo was just like on a whim. It kind of it was just because I was like when I realized my sister wasn't gonna be yeah. able to travel with me, and I was just like, I mean, I did come out of university and I applied for jobs and I got a job and I talked to a lot of people about that and whether I wanted to tie myself down straight away. Um, and I actually turned down that job and was like, you know what, Holly, I don't think there's any rush. Like, we're still young. Like, we have so many years ahead of us. Like, why throw myself into the world of work straight away when, like, I'm so fortunate enough to have the time to explore and, like, go traveling. Like, I'm so, I am really grateful that I've had this opportunity. I mean, it's not open to everyone. Um, so yeah, I was just, I was just like, I may as well make the most of it. And I think it will like help me grow as a person and it has done as we talked about yeah Yeah. I think it's so awesome that you like I know so many people and I've heard so many stories where people want to travel with their friends and stuff you know while we're young and then for some reason it doesn't work out yeah and then the whole trip just doesn't happen yeah just it just fizzles fizzles out yeah and because so many people like are so scared yeah I would probably be too so scared to just go by themselves yeah like Mm. that I don't know like I don't know for a lot of people would just be like Unheard of. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't even happen. Like if my friends can't go, then, then I'm, I'm not going. going. Or yeah. my family can't go, or whatever. Um, um, so that's really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does take a lot of guts. It really does. Yeah. Like even just like navigating airports on my own, or like being left in the airport on my own when I go through security and my parents left. That moment, like, is literally I relive that in my head sometimes. I'm like, wow, that was just a crazy yeah. moment. That like. Bye, mom and dad. Like, I'll see you soon. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, oh, it was, it was scary, like so scary, but it was, it's so worth it. So yeah. that's really cool. And that you're going so far away as well. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, so it's so not just like I could drive down and yeah, come see you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing is planning. Yeah. So I was talking about to you about this before that I've been on trips before that we didn't really plan. Yeah. And we kind of realized there's lots of stuff we wanted to do, but we probably should have. Yeah. Um looked at that beforehand yeah. and then gone and I feel like a lot of new students if you're traveling with our busy schedules they yeah. go to places and then they come back and you go oh I wish I had time or I wish I had just planned yeah. that to see yeah whatever so realistically for these yeah. length of your trip which is three months, three months um, yeah. how much planning went into it oh uh, it was so I this started so I I went to Australia in mid-November I first started like talking about Australia and planning it probably in like July, 
I mean, it wasn't like consistent planning every day or whatever, but I started having phone calls with the person that was going to help me. And I mean, I, again, was really lucky to, to have someone that helped me block out what I was going to do and like recommend the best places to see and stay. Um, but yeah, a lot of planning, like they, even though they like built my overall itinerary, I did like so much research on top of that, like looking into every destination, every like flight, every transfer bus I was going to get, making sure that all the tiny details were filled in. Like that's where my kind of like uni mindset came in. So I was like, I need to have a timetable that tells me everything I'm going to be doing. So I made my own calendar, colour coded it. And if you watch Holly's vlog, she's a queen when she's like a uni of like scheduling something. So check that out. Yeah, I I just had to break like because I mean that's what I'm good at. I like to say I'm good at planning things. So yeah, I had to have a plan. I had to know like every time I go to a new place, I need to know what are the best things to do as a tourist. Like I want to see those and I want to maximize my time there just because. Like, for example, in Sydney, I've had, like, five full days here. And I literally sat down, it was, like, two days ago when I arrived, and I literally blocked out what I was going to do on each day. And it just, it just helps me so much because I just need to know, like, what I want to see, what I'm going to fit in. And, it, and when you have that plan, I mean, even if you don't see it all, you don't feel as bad because mm-hmm. you're, you consciously made that decision to not see that place because yeah. you didn't have time. When you miss out on it because you would say, I don't know, you didn't get up one day because you were like just lazing in your room in your bed, you feel bad and that's when you might have regrets even though you shouldn't live with regrets. <laughs> I feel like that's a better way to do it. Like consciously make the decision to go to X instead of Z sort of thing. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I made that choice. Um, but yeah, it all comes down to planning and just putting a lot of time into it, but it's so worthwhile. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think I think some people like they like doing stuff on the fly. Like, oh yeah, just some people just show like up that. and kind of yeah. Which I mean, I'm not like that. If either. that's you, like 100, percent just be that spontaneous person that I wish I could sometimes be. Yeah. But I'm not. Yeah. Um, I have I have to be the person that plans. But yeah, I mean everyone's different. Yeah, but I was just gonna say like I feel like um maybe that like no, not everyone's gonna be at that level of like yeah. every single time. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important like some research and some yeah. looking into stuff is yeah. important especially when you're going to a new country yeah especially like right? just know like, like i just i just look like small things you need to know like in sydney like public transport how do i get around here and like it's about like just talking to people find out if they've been and like you have so, like solo traveling you have a lot of time like whether you're on coaches or flights and i mean instead of like for five minutes scrolling on social media as we all get consumed in just like take a few moments to just google search what are the best places to see trip advisor reviews like i don't know just put some time into it and it will just make your stay a lot more worthwhile yeah yeah and do you feel like you've gotten because i was watching this vlog of yours i don't remember where you were but it was this vlog where i think it was somewhere like a little bit more remote and you were saying how like the IDA is super expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember where you were. You were somewhere out that was like... I was, it was Rainbow Beach. Rainbow Beach, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you were like, the IDAs are so expensive. Yeah, but apparently they are. They are. Always expensive. So they are. Yeah. They're like, I think they're probably your own, I don't really know. So yeah. it's not like a big supermarket. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but little things like that. Yeah, that you don't know. That you don't know. Mm-hmm. Did you Did you find that you like made a lot of, like when I say mistakes, I don't... Yeah, I don't, it's not a mistake, but I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there are small things that you just have to learn by doing it and being like, okay, maybe next time I'll bring some food with me or like I'll go to a different place to shop. But I mean, yeah, there are some times when you just have to make the most of what you have. Like in that situation, there was no other, well, I don't really know any other grocery stores nearby, so I just had to go there. But yeah, sometimes you do have to just learn and like do something and learn instead of planning ahead. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna happen and you're gonna make mistakes, shall we say. Yeah. But that's fine. That's all about like the experience. Being independent, learning to travel and navigate new places. And I mean it makes you feel like proud of yourself when you can navigate and you like, I got here on my own. Yeah. I was proud. She got here on her own. I, know, which I was like, that's awesome. I was yeah. just like, Are you gonna be okay? Yeah. And she told me, um, um <laughs> Well once you were catching I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's I'm on the right bus. Um, yeah, so that's very interesting. And you've also talked about safety. Yes, yeah, on your blogs oh, yeah. a couple of times, and I wanted to talk about that yeah. because, like, no matter what your situation, new country. I've been in places before where, like, I'm carrying a camera and people are like eyeing me and like, hey, this is a good area. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. yeah. And I know nothing about where I'm staying, mm. um, or anything like that. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like I ask a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I wasn't by myself. But we asked a lot of people, like, is this a good area? But yeah. how did you manage safety overall? And were overall. there any instances where you wish you did something different mm. or could have done something better? Yeah. Um, overall, um, I think I just... Oh, it's so hard. This is such a huge topic. Yeah. But um, I think, like, general things. And this, these are things that I learned through myself watching, like, YouTube videos on safety. Like, I, YouTube is so useful. I know. Um, but yeah, like, I try and be confident in a new place. I mean, I don't know, really know how that comes across. I think I do look confused a lot of the time. But I do try and look as if, you know, I know where I'm going sort of thing. Um, and that is often useful just because you don't want to look like that lost tourist, even though I probably do. But you just got to have your wits about you and just know where you are, know where you want to be and try and get there. Um, and then, like, it's just, a lot of it is common sense, but I mean, I do like, I have a list of literally every single thing I bring with me. I know where things are packed in my bag, keep things that are expensive, valuable, locked away. Um, so many things I do and it's not really, yeah, it's just a lot of general common sense things. But yeah, the main thing is to have your wits about you and just mm. don't rush things. Like, yeah, try not to rush. I feel like if you're rushing always in a hurry, like you're likely to miss something or like lose something you know um but yeah just be aware and be like mindful and I suppose as I said when I was homesick like I had my guard up I think to a degree you have to have your guard up a lot of the time just like don't trust anyone like literally don't like even if they come across as the friendliest person just make sure you get to know them like don't immediately think they're your best friend sort of thing um, but yeah, just being sensible, having what's about you, trying to look confident. They're just general things you should do. And then there are just lots of other things, smaller things you talk about, like lockers and all this stuff, oh, but yeah. it all comes into safety. And any situation where you felt, oh, yeah. that question. any situation where I felt, felt like unsafe, but you felt you could have done um, something differently, but maybe that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I've been quite lucky. I don't think anything, like nothing very serious, serious has happened. Yeah. And in all the cases, like there have been probably like four, three times when, three times when I felt a bit uncomfortable from what like the comments that I've sort of had. 
I don't think I could have done anything differently. Yeah. Like, to avoid it, I would have not been had there. been yeah. there, but, like, I was. So, I think, in all those cases, though, the thing I did right was be in a place with other people and where I could get help if I needed it sort of thing. And, yeah, I couldn't have avoided those situations. Like, I was, some of them I was in, I was in a hostel and, like, something happened and I was just, like, I could not have not been there. Yeah. Uh, another one I was on a tour so like I was with a tour guide was not on my own at all but still like I didn't feel comfortable at one point so I couldn't have, I literally couldn't have changed it but the way I reacted to them was the right thing to do I think so I think also because yeah the stuff that stuff does happen yeah it does happen and it happens like it, it happens anyway it can happen where you live that's the thing that I think as soon yeah. as you step out the front door in your home you feel like safe but you've just got to remember that you can feel unsafe and things can happen anywhere, and that's not to scare everyone yeah. and make you, like, live your life in your house for the rest of your life. But, you know, yeah, you can be unsafe anywhere. Yeah, but that's the reality of it. Like, I've been walking down to the gym before. Yeah. Like, my local gym, and yeah. I've been uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, and that's just something that is just, like, an everyday, like, yeah, it's an everyday you know, thing. what you do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I totally understand that. And yeah. I feel like, I also feel like, because UK and Australia, they have, like, similar culture yeah like, i would say that i mean yeah. the biggest differences for me are like the weather and the kind of like sun beach lifestyle but yeah in terms of they're both very similar like they're english-speaking countries firstly like yeah. if you're going to a non-english-speaking country that's I feel like yeah and i think other... like if we were having this conversation and i'd say visited somewhere that was like quite a bit different to the uk in terms of its culture then i think this conversation would probably be a, dif- a bit yeah. different um but I think that's the reason why another reason why I chose Australia going back to what we were talking about before is because it's quite similar to the UK and like first time solo travelling I didn't want to go somewhere that was too like dissimilar mm-hmm. to what I'm used to. Um so it just kinda of like has eased me in and now I like, yeah, I'm up for a challenge sort of now. Like yeah. I would love to go to a place that maybe doesn't even speak English. I mean I I have so much respect for people that come to a different place and they don't speak that language and they manage to navigate the city and see places i just honestly think that's so inspiring that is yeah because you can't even like read the sign exactly you know? like, like i think let alone people that i have people. so much respect for them and to think that i feel lost in this place sometimes and i can full-on like read everything and hear people and talk to people and i'm just i'm just yeah it's inspiring yeah that's yeah that's actually so true i never thought about like because I know people that wouldn't go to South America. Yeah. And, like, you know, that's... Yeah. Some of those countries they don't speak English. Exactly. So, and backpacking there as well. Yeah. You need to use backpacking there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is really wow. scary. Yeah. That is, like, so scary. But yeah. I think, like, yeah, go, like, work your way up to that, maybe. It's a sense that's of That's another tip. And coming to talking about tips, I was gonna ask you your top three tips. Okay. For any uni student, no matter the length, just looking at traveling solo, whether that be for a week or a okay. month or. Uh, three tips. This is so hard. Re- related to anything. Related to anything solo traveling, just. Oh my gosh, this is hard. So hard. Like if I was a student and I was like, oh, I want to solo travel, but I'm not sure. Um. Just the concept of it, regardless. The concept of, of it. Yeah. Um, okay, I would say, um, I think one of the things, like, a lot of these are, like, mental things you Mm. have to kind of process, is one of them is, like, if you're worried about doing it, I think, for me, I've realised that 
home and what you've left behind will always be there. Like I said it before, but I really do think that once you literally think about that and be like, oh yeah, you know, like they're going to be there when I come home, it makes you feel a lot better because it's just like, then if it's like a week trip or a three month trip, regardless of the duration, you're always going to like come back to what you left behind. Mm -hmm. So realizing that, um, I would say for me, like, is have a good balance between having time to yourself and talking to others. Like, I'm someone who, like, loves being by myself, but I've also realised being out here that talking to people, meeting new people, learning about where they've come from, listening to their, like, stories and experiences is, like, so, again, inspiring, and I've learned a lot from that. And it sounds... I don't know, like, I've realised as someone who has spent a lot of time by myself and like being very introverted I've realized that you know like humans and people we're not as bad as like I thought we were you know like we're actually we're yeah. actually great you know and I've met so like I've met made so many new friends and just met so many different people and it's just yeah like just be bold and meet new people but also have a good balance with time to yourself yeah. for me I've loved having time to myself and time with people and yeah I think if you strike a good balance based on your personality type it will make your whole trip so much more enjoyable um and then three so hard um I would say probably like and this is something I've learned very late on it's just it's about like I've learned to like invest my money in experiences like I really like this especially in my last like month or so like yeah I think I'm someone who has quite a lot of anxiety surrounding like money and finances it's a like a very personal thing but I've learned now that if I want to like go to say a vegan restaurant I want to try like go there because I'm, I'm not gonna yeah. like be here for the rest of my life sort of thing um yeah I've really learned to like put money into experiences instead of just like tangible physical things you know and yeah that's I would definitely say that I would like do work on a budget like 100% work on a budget because like yeah money doesn't grow on trees but if you really want to do something and you think it's going to be an amazing experience for you like 100% just do it like try and make it work and yeah it will it's just fun that way otherwise you're just constantly like worrying about money and stuff and, and the guilt yeah and the yeah. guilt and everything but I mean like when you go back home like you can save money when you're back home and use that money on the experiences when you travel yeah um, yeah I've it's really helped me with that I'm still working on this a lot I'm definitely wouldn't say I'm like very good at it like spending money I just it's a hard one for me but I've just learned now like I've been in Sydney and there are so many cool places I want to try to eat and it's just like you know what 100% YOLO it, just, just do it, like, you really only do live once. Yeah, and you're leaving in, like, Yeah, I'm leaving, two days, and I'm just like, I've got to make the most of this. Try everything. If I want to yeah, go and yeah. try this place, I'm going to try that place, because I'm not going to be here forever, you know? Yeah, so, that's a really good one, and I know it can be really hard, because a lot of uni students um, yeah. in Australia, they, I was telling you, they work, and, um, yeah. but obviously, like, they work, they can't work full-time or anything, yeah. but they're doing, like, part-time and casual work, and yeah. balancing uni, and... So that is hard earned money. Yeah, like, it's it really is. hard. And it is. Um, I think 
thinking what to spend it on yeah and when to spend it and whether i'm you know i face exactly. like whether i'm spending it on the right places yeah, exactly. or should i be saving this for later yeah or, yeah no one tells you what to do exactly it, right? and i mean it's your money to spend yeah. at the end of the day but i like i've like you just have to think about what you spend at home like on mundane things every day like routinely like do you go out and get a coffee every day like i don't know do you spend a lot too much on alcohol and nights out like maybe spend that money on a night out in a place that you've never been before like you know in a cool new pub or bar if that's your thing or like a cool new restaurant that you want to try like don't just i don't know don't you spend your money on the ones that you always go back to at home do something completely different yeah you know that's 100 percent why that's a really i'm trying to learn yeah like that's an awesome thing yeah i mean yeah that does come as i said with the making sure you do have a budget though yeah but yeah yeah but always budget but it's always good because i know the guilt Yeah, you'd literally be silly if you didn't 
do that, even though it's so hard, like, sometimes it's oh, like, so scary, yeah, it's freaking. You'll, you'd be the cold person, everyone else would be fine <laughs> once you get in, you know? Yeah. Okay, and one thing better in the UK than Australia? Uh, <coughs> one thing better in the UK? Nothing, she can't think of anything. She can't think of anything. No, uh, I would say... This is so bad. This is so bad. There is nothing. We <laughs> my home is in the UK. My family, that's one thing better because I know. Is that an answer? That's an I answer. I think so. Yeah, my home is yeah. in the UK, so that's 100% better. Yeah. That's the best thing about that's the UK. That's the best thing about the UK. where I was born, my home, family. Yeah, and yeah. What, you, like, what you grew up with. Yeah. yeah. Your favourite thing so far in just your whole trip, all of Australia? Uh, this is so hard, but I think if one has to come top, it's scuba diving. Scuba diving, 100%. Yeah. Cool. Did you do great diving? Yeah, so that's, that's where really I got my patty, and then I did the Young Girls Shipwreck Dive and I did Julia Rocks at Byron Bay and for me I think a lot of it is because I I had fear of the sea before I came here, boats, and I never thought I'd enjoy it but when when I did it and I experienced that feeling of breathing underwater and seeing everything, everything sharks, turtles, oh the whole lot. The Great Barrier Reef it's by the way incredible. is awesome right? I know. And Cairns is like everyone even if they live in Australia when they go to Cairns it's like a new experience. Yeah. It's, Cairns is just it's so is that what you saw the Great Barrier Reef? Yeah. Yeah. So you can go to a couple places, but that's a really popular one. Yeah. 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 Scuba diving for me is just the one. <laughs> the one. And your favorite city or place? Favorite city or place? Oh, that's so hard. Cause I have three, and I don't think I can say. Okay, what's your top three? So my top three. Oh, but then big places. It can be anywhere. Can be anywhere. So we're gonna have to say Sydney. Yay. I got, I actually haven't been here very long, but I actually do love it. I'm gonna say Melbourne. Yeah. Um, again, that's another big place, and I have to say Cairns as well. They're three big cities, but... But Sydney or Melbourne, because you can't have both. Really? we're in a feud. I know it's <laughs> friendly feud. It's yeah. friendly feud, but I, I, I can't say both. <laughs> well... Oh, that's a lot. If you move the the Queen Victoria Market in Melbourne to Sydney... Then it's Sydney. Yeah. See, Sydney's better to all my friends in Melbourne. You heard it first. I feel so bad. <laughs> Sydney's better. No, I... But to be fair, like... Melbourne food is very nice, though. They oh, yeah. Really, really yeah, good. Yeah, really good. Um, and restaurant, and funky yeah. restaurants. And yeah, I just think there's something about Sydney that it's, like, the best way I've described it, and I think a lot of people describe it, is so iconic. Yeah. Literally, the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House did not fail to disappoint. Like, I was literally in awe staring at them the other day <laughs> for about three hours. <laughs> um, yeah, and the fact that you've got the beach so close, and... Yeah, I don't know, I was, it just, it felt like a city, but it didn't feel as busy as I expected, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, maybe I, I was in the CBD, and like, yeah, yeah. maybe if you were in, like, off-peak, maybe because you were in off-peak, you were off-peak time. I don't know, I just sure. really liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. But yeah, okay. So Sydney, Melbourne, and Cairns, but like Sydney a little bit higher. Yeah, I yeah. know. There are so many places I could say, yeah. but I've been to like... Byron Bay, Noosa, that all like even like South Paradise, Gold Coast, it's all been so good. Like, yeah, the best, the best time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing that surprised you? That surprised you? Oh, okay. Australia. Some of the food prices. Um, oh yes, you talked. About I've talked about this, yeah. but it genuinely didn't surprise me. I was shook. Sometimes <laughs> staring at this price, like in the UK, cute things like cucumbers, celery, broccoli. I think there are three main things I noticed. Are so cheap, and I came out here, and the prices seemed so expensive. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like a celery is like a a thing of celery yeah. right here is like 
four dollars something. Yeah. Like. Which is like two just over two pounds. And I'm just like, wow. 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 I just think it's I think that's expensive for celery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does fluctuate a lot here, but um Is it because they're imported, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. they're imported. So like Things around the world, things that happen around the world. So a long time, ta- uh, not a long time ago, a few years ago, there was a flood in Queensland, oh. and all the a lot of banana um, yeah. plants yeah. got like ruined, and all the farms were gone. So uh, the price of bananas. Yeah, I feel like the bananas are went, quite. Oh my gosh! Now that's cheap. Oh like, really? Oh. Two dollars oh. ninety eight a kilo. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah, no, actually that's fair. Yeah. But they used to be like eight dollars a kilo or nine. Yeah, because it was wow. the supply was just yeah. so tiny. So yeah, yeah. It, a lot of the importation, but yeah, I just, the cost of living in Sydney and Melbourne especially is yeah. really high. I would say it's comparable to London, like, yeah. to be honest with you. So, and I mean, like, I don't live fully in London, but I, I experience a lot of London. Yeah. So I do know prices. So, I mean, I kind of, kind of expected that. Um, but on the topic of food, like, even though some things were a bit, like, I was like, wow, that's expensive. The food, like the some of the, the fruit here has been the best fruit I've ever tasted, and I am a fruit addict. So, yeah, she is. You know, you I, 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 like, and I was, I've been in heaven. If like, you need fruit inspiration, this is like, like two oh mangoes. Oh my gosh, yeah, because you're they're in season now as well. Oh yeah, so, everywhere everything. I go, yeah. they're at the front of the store, on a special yeah. or the markets, and I'm literally like loving life. <laughs> Genuinely. It is comparable to London, though. I found London. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think London is also very expensive. Yeah, it's expensive and yeah. it's similar here. And I mean, like London, like the living, this living wage isn't as high, so like you've probably got a better deal in mm. Australia. So you know, food for thought. Food for thought. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, this has been so fun. This has been really fun, and I'm really excited to have you on. And <laughs> it's been so fun watching. Your oh, I honestly had like the best time. I don't know, like being able to document it. Not like I can look back on it and I think like these like I watch. I actually watched back some of these videos. Like I've watched back some of them. Like the other day, I watched my first video when I left the UK. I was so emotional watching it. I don't normally watch my my videos. Like I'm not that strange, <laughs> but. I was just like to like going back to her, see how much I've grown. Like I could genuinely see it, and that's the first time I've ever been able to like <coughs> see me change as a person in like for like a good in like a good way. And I was just like, wow. So yeah, this series is yeah, it's been like so much fun. And that's another thing I want to ask you: How are you doing that with keeping up with your videos <laughs> and posting them and um, blogging and all of that, and also like seeing all the places you're in? I genuinely. I think a lot of it comes down to like planning and I mean yes I I would say my I've been on overnight coach journey sometimes and working with working I say like editing strange hours yeah like sometimes it's just been like often I just do it because I love it like I'll find myself up really late because I'm just so like absorbed Mm -hmm. by like editing and I love it so much and I want to I always said to myself I wanted to vlog as I was going along like I genuinely wanted to do that and yeah, I I don't know. I just somehow I think that's a lot. I like to do that. I like to find time to do things, maximize my time, and yeah, that's what I've tried to do. That's <laughs> been that's been amazing that you've like yeah shown the world, and I, I'm I know I know, <laughs> I know that a lot of people got oh. a lot of inspiration from that. And yeah, I mean, it, for me as well, it's been like crazy when people have seen 
come up to me and said hello and I mean like that blows my mind because I genuinely just want to be I am like I am a normal person just yeah. like everyone else and for people to be like I've seen your vlogs I was wondering if I would cross paths with you and to have seen them like for me it makes my day genuinely more than theirs because I'm like thank you for coming to say hi and speak to me it's just it's so I don't know it's it's, weird, a, it's hard it? to yeah. process that as well because I'm like often you you read comments online and you know you know people watch them but when someone comes up to you like that's when it hits that people watch yeah and I'm like wow that's so cool. true. When I was um, looking up the podcast locations, yeah. China came up, and I was like, people are listening to my voice. It's so cool. In, that's really amazing. It is cool. Yeah, it's they're so, so cool. Good. Yeah, but I, that really must hit home when someone comes up yeah, to you. Yeah, when someone comes up to me. This is a live person. I know. Yeah. This is like, because you see them on a the screen or as a number or a subscriber yeah. or whatever, but like when they're actually there. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it genuinely like makes my day and it, yeah. like, it makes every minute that I spent editing and doing all of my jam so worthwhile I mean it's worthwhile regardless but when they actually say like I loved your videos I'm just like I'm just like thank you like yeah thank you so much like it just means a lot to me so much <laughs> cool thank you so much again no worries <laughs> no, thank you for letting me come like oh, I feel cool. so like so cool to have <laughs> Yes, and this this episode is why you might be watching on YouTube. This episode is also available on Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere else the podcasts are available. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and we'll catch you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>